0: Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McAllen. The organization called Blind Dance provides training and opportunities for the blind and visually impaired who want to work in the film industry. The organization also holds film festivals, puts on industry workshops, and accepts movie submissions from blind individuals. Blind Dance founder Ben Fox is here to tell us more about this rewarding organization. Welcome to the show, Ben. Hey, Brian. Thank you so much. I'm grateful to be here. Glad you're here, too. So tell us about yourself, how you got into filmmaking, and how you began Blind Dance.
1: Thank you. Film for me is is a way of life. And I'd like to start out by saying the motto for the Blind Dance Film Festival is White Canes, Cameras, Action, Guide Dogs, Welcome To. And (laughs) I love making films, and I have ever since I was able to pick up uh, the very first old-school VHS, large VHS tape video camera that they had at my middle school. And when they got that old school VHS video camera, you put it over your shoulder. Uh, I decided that was going to be my future forever. And although blindness is running my family genetically, we thought my eyes were going to be okay. And I never thought much about it. I was just grateful to to be able to make you know little short films and things like that. And uh, one day. I was able to put a short film. How do I even say this? There was a contest and I put a short film in it to go out to Sundance Film Festival and be part of their summer workshop where they teach 18-year-old kids how to make films, right? Like for real, make films. And I was able to put a short film like actually in the festival itself, Sundance, when I was 18 in this special theater called the Gen Y Theater for people that are 18. And I thought I was on my way to Hollywood. And then... A couple months after that premiere came out, it was amazing. The red carpet treatment, Cisco and Ebert came out and saw our films. It was amazing. Uh, Two months later, my retinas came off of both of my eyes. First, my left eye. I had surgeries and they weren't able to save it. And then my right eye. And they told me at that time to prepare for eventual but total blindness.
0: That must have been scary.
1: I didn't understand what that meant, though, because at that time, it was scary. But at that time, I thought that blindness was black or white. And so... I couldn't hear the prepare for eventual gradual blindness. I just heard you're going blind. And I thought I was going to Hollywood though. I was like, wait, 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 this does not compute. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to be blind. And at that time, I want to put a a disclaimer in the past. At that time, I thought that if you were blind, oh my gosh, in the past, I thought you couldn't make films. But I can tell you right now, people that are blind are making films left and right. And I'm so happy to tell you that. So I, I went into print journalism though, like print, and that was 20 years ago. And that, those are newspapers you could hold in your hand. And we all know what's happened to print journalism. It's changed. It's become more video, <laughs> video, which is how I got back into filmmaking is through that transition itself.
0: And it's become on and it's gone online too. And after working in print journalism, owning a small business, you even got back into filmmaking. You start Blind Dance, correct?
1: Yes, 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 absolutely.
0: And 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 you got to tell us a little bit about Blind Dance, just in a nutshell first.
1: Sure, sure. So the Blind Dance Film Festival, my brother John Fox is the co-founder, and we have a, a handful of filmmakers that are blind that are working with us and that come out to Tallahassee. We travel out around the country. Um, it's free to enter for people that are blind, by the way, and we have Every single month, a short, uh, festival. That's, we call them the mini, the mini festival monthlies where a theater has donated, uh, one day a month to filmmakers who are blind. And we have all sorts of people locally come out and support us. And we show films that are, are being made right now, plus some films that have been made in the past by people who are blind. And we call the the people on Zoom and they have a Zoom panel and it has been extremely educational. Finally, every year. We have a two-day music and film festival in Tallahassee, Florida, and that's going to be October 15th and 16th next year for White King Day. And finally, I got to tell you what I'm really, really, really excited about is we have a White King Day commercial contest, and we're challenging people in the blindness community for a prize of $1,000 and an opportunity to put your film, or sorry, yeah, your short film. Basically, it's a commercial, so I'm happy to tell you, a 30-second to one-minute commercial about why you love the White Cane, and you can get creative. Submit it to blinddance.org, and you can win $1,000, and your commercial will be on national TV.
0: National TV. This is ABC, CBS, NBC, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: As a matter of fact, we, we just had locally in, in Tallahassee, that's what gave us this idea. We made some White Cane commercials here locally with the Lighthouse of the Big Bend and Blind Dance Partner. And the local TV station loved them. And they said, can we just run these as PSAs for free? And we're like, yeah, please do. And then we're like, oh, my gosh, we can go national next year and really take this out big time. Because the sighted community really appreciated these PSAs, raising awareness about what the White Canes are and what they can do.
0: Blind Dance is also making um their own movies. In fact, one of them is called White Cane Day. And another is Burning IT, Visual Experiences. Mm-hmm. Are you making these films?
1: Wow. Um, the burning it films, by the way. I'll talk about that one first. I'm so excited to tell you. This last week we were on the Goodyear Blimp in Fort Lauderdale, and we it was so cool. We had three people that were visually paired, and but four, four actually, because one gentleman with glaucoma was still driving. So I wasn't thinking of his blind because he's almost blind, but he still drives four of us. And What's very cool is different organizations have donated very cool experiences to the Visual Experience Foundation, like helicopter rides. Like I just said, the Goodyear Blimp. Um, recently, we went up in a helicopter above New York City with a gentleman, and I was filming this interview, okay, with a gentleman who's transitioning to blindness. And we had someone that's fully blind, Rosa Santiago, and the gentleman I just said I'm not going to say his name right now for various reasons. This film's not released yet, and it's it's really kind of sensitive and beautiful sense of situation where he's going blind slowly. It's hit legal blindness level. He's been a police officer for his whole career, 30 years a police officer in New York city, walking those streets. And I get a phone call from my dear friend, Michael Benson, the founder of Visual experience foundation. We're partnering on these films. And he says, Ben, do you have a minute to be a mentor? And I said, what? And he says, do you have a minute to be a mentor? I go, yeah, sure. And next thing I know, he's like, hold on. And this guy that I'm telling you about, the retired police officer on the phone. And he's having a hard time because his blindness has kicked into the point where even his friends that he's always gone out with that love him, want him to come and hang out. He's feeling he, and let me be very clear. Here, we, when we go out, we are just showing up with all our hearts and having a great time as a blind crew and community. And at this point in time, our brother is at the stage where right now, currently he's working through that feeling of how do I fit in as I go blind with my old friends that I've always known and I didn't used to have my problem, not an eye problem, pardon me an opportunity to, to grow and I'm on the phone with him and he's telling me how he's feeling. And, and, and next thing I know, Michael Benson says, how would you like to go on a helicopter? And we're, we're helping people transition to blindness by, you know, introducing them to people that are fully blind, gone through the experience before, and we do it while we're having the time of our lives. There's no possible way that <laughs> you're going to go from the helicopter and feel like you right now. How does that sound? And this retired officer says, I'd love to. And I keep on saying officer because the way I remember him, we're in this helicopter. We're going above the freedom tower. And for those of you, you know, that remember, I'm sure y'all do 9 11 where the freedom tower is today. There were once two towers. There were the twin towers. And this man has enough vision. Like I do, I've got tunnel vision a little bit still. And he has enough vision where he was able to look and see that tower. And of course, he teared up. It was a reverent moment, I'm sure, that everybody in the helicopter felt what I felt. And he's looking down where he was with his friends, and he lost friends that day. And what was powerful about it is when we were on the phone previously, he had told me he missed being able to walk those streets of New York City and protect the people and see what's going on and just be part of everything. And it was a powerful experience to be with him with a bird's eye view, where he has a little bit of vision, I have a little bit of vision. There was somebody that was fully blind that had vision and lost it, just like he did, just like I am. And we all sat down at the end of it and shared our hearts. And it was so beautiful for this woman, Rosa Santiago, to just be kind of a mentor to me. You know, I'm newer to being legally blind. I've been legally blind for like six years you know, it's newer for me. I'm still learning. And so is my buddy, this officer I told you about, my dear friend now. So I'm just, I got to tell you, the best thing for me about being part of, like, well, starting Blind Dance and being part of the film crews now that we go out is these moments are literally part of my life regularly. It's all I could ever ask for. It's all I could ever dream of. And I'll tell you what, going blind has become the coolest adventure of my entire life. I'm actually just so grateful. Just
0: period. The end. So, Blind Dance offers a storytelling workshop series. What are the objectives of the series, and have you had any special guests? Yeah.
1: So we have different types of workshops, but one thing that I really like is this thing we're doing with Morton Bunda, and he is—how do I even describe him? He's legally blind. He's got red nice pigmentos like I do. He's an international author. He just wrote a book called Sentence to Blindness. And I think probably thing people mention most about him, although this is really just one of the things he does. He's the senior art director for Lego Group International. He consults on all the Lego movies. And if you've ever seen any of the Lego short movies, he wrote them himself. And even for parts of these things, he back in the day would do animating and drawing. So he is one of the primary people that is a leader of the workshop series where we are bringing other people that are blind in to talk about storytelling. And there's a key point though, that we're making with the workshop series. And that's that to make a film doesn't mean that you're behind the camera looking through the camera with your eye and not alone. There are cameras involved in filmmaking, of course, but there's a whole team. There's a writer, there's a direct writers, potentially director, directors, There's people that set all sorts of things up with sound and stage. I mean, sound is such a simple, like, like, like just easy thing for me to do, like without eyes. I love it. It's not the simplest thing, but you know what I mean? Like it's beautiful to be a sound engineer. You can do it with your eyes closed, pun intended. And there's, there's lighting, believe it or not. Like there's all sorts of lighting, uh, devices now that can help you set your lighting with your eyes closed. And we are learning those types of techniques. And so one of the things of the workshop is we're inviting different experts in from those different types of uh, backgrounds, you know, like a sound guy or or gal or lighting person as well. That's what the workshop is. And now I'm so happy to tell you this. One of the reasons I want to do this interview today is directly after this interview, I'm going to turn the key in our brand new blind dance studio. We've been, we had previously been gifted some space in somebody else's big, beautiful building in a, in a, uh, a beautiful gallery. I'm not going to go into details about that, but we were a guest with permanent space, but a guest. And today, just today, for the first time ever, we have our own studio space where we're going to permanently have our lights and our permanent cameras and our blue screen and different backdrops or enough space that we can even build small little sets. And it now is the a blues, really, really you know, cool With the blue day. screen,
0: you can't wear blue, right?
1: Uh, that's exactly right. I found that out the hard way because I'm pretty colorblind. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm wearing like a like a, like a a black shirt. It turns out that was actually kind of a Navy.
0: And I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> floating head, floating head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd love to have you out and to visit. Yeah, and maybe some of our listeners may travel to Florida and, and come visit your studio and meet you guys. Um, let's uh, talk more about some of Blind Dance's other unique programs. There's a Camp City Video Lounge, and then there's yes. the Blind Dance Challenge. Talk about the oh,
1: The Blind Dance Challenge. Let me ask you this. Have you taken the Blind Dance Challenge yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Blind Dance Challenge, you audio describe either yourself or you can have your friend audio describe you dancing for 15 to 30 seconds and this is for and there's prizes involved by the way but this is this is specifically it's called the blind dance audio described dance challenge and the whole point is to spread awareness about what audio description really is in a fun way that anybody can get involved in no matter what their eyesight level is You know, this is for our sighted friends as well. And we've had some pretty, pretty fun and goofy videos. We've had some people take it really seriously. We had a couple turn in a waltz and they had their son who is uh, legally blind, but saw some vision to raise awareness about vision loss and and spectrum of vision loss, which I really appreciate. Thanks, guys. This uh, young man who's legally blind, who has some vision, audio described his parents doing a beautiful waltz. And it was very serious, but it was such a cool submission. So it's the blind dance audio described dance challenge to raise awareness about audio description is in film. And for listeners at home that may, may have been hearing about audio description for a spot first time it's for people that are blind to be able to experience a film or a video in the same way, or as close to possible as a sighted community. And for an example, if you're watching the opening credits of a film that says uh, like the logo blind dance film festival comes across the screen, right? That would be something that should be on all films. And I got to tell you, Uh, As someone going blind slowly, I appreciate it more and more and more. And I myself catch myself without putting audio description on because I'm so excited to put up a little clip I made. And adding audio description takes time. And that's why it's so important that we keep on bringing it up. And if Blind Dance Film Festival is not talking about audio description, well, who's going to talk about it? See what I'm saying? I'm sure we all are, by the way. I'm not saying that people aren't, but Blind Dance has to. And that's why we have that challenge out there.
0: What are some of your best films that have been submitted to Blind Dance? Talk about maybe just a few more big highlighted ones.
1: Absolutely. So we've got, and I can announce this one right now. It's because I'm really proud to tell you, uh, Color Sonriza was made by a woman named Lorena Pineda, and she's from Mexico. She's cited, but she is an instructor of students who are blind and musicians. And she specifically goes out, and this is why she's the winner of the short film contest. She goes out and finds the best talent in Mexico when it comes to music, but specifically they have to be blind. And she's written grants to provide transportation and world-class training, not just by her, but by other colleagues of hers that are phenomenal world-class musicians. They come to Mexico City and they train these students who are blind. And so then she wrote another grant. and I love to see this type of initiative from people. And she made a film about these three students. And the coolest part about this for me is because I used to teach English second language in Tokyo when I was in my 20s. One of those things you do right after school, right after college. And I wanted to put this film in our, in our blind dance film festival, right? Like, like an actual, uh, in a theater where people that are blind are and you can put the headset on and it has audio description like a real film would in a real movie theater. And because it's in Spanish with subtitles, I should have said that earlier. It's in Spanish with subtitles. And I was like, can we get some audio description dubbed over it? Which is easy enough for me or for you to just read the script, you know, and and with our words over because English is our first language. But for these students, they're, uh, they're Spanish speakers and they've taken a little bit of English classes here and there, but they wanted to, do the dubbing themselves in English, their own voices, these Spanish-speaking students. I respect that so much. And so uh, I volunteered. long story short, to do English lessons with these kids once a week for an hour each. And we did that for several months. And we have recorded all of their lines that were translated from Spanish into English in their own voices, the English is dubbed. And I'm so proud of them. And it's such a highlight to my personal life. As part of that, and they won the top short film, and their film was 40 minutes long Color Sunrise. Really proud of them. Um, and by the way, we just showed their film and had a panel with them, and it was really cool. <laughs> these these kids they came in, spoke English on the panel, and it was highlighted by the local state news here in Tallahassee and, and state, uh, statewide news. But, um, another film I'm really proud of. Uh, I got to say, I was on this film myself, but I'm really proud of it. We brought in Kevin Figueroa from New York City. He's a 21-year-old young man who has graduated from the Tribeca, or sorry, he worked for the Tribeca Film Festival, and he graduated from film school. As a person who's blind, he went to film school and graduated. He's so cool. We had the opportunity, again, with the Visual Experience Foundation, to do a project for their main annual event, which is Surfing for Vision in Long Branch, New Jersey. And every year they have 50 or so surfers who are blind from across the country, really, but largely around New Jersey, show up to Long Branch, New Jersey. They close down a large part of the beach. So it's for various reasons, because I mean, we really, really have uh, some stuff going on. We have jet skis, we have surfing lessons, and we have this one area where people who are blind go, regardless of your experience, on a surfboard. And this is relevant because we put GoPros cameras, GoPro cameras, waterproof on the surfboards with our blind surfers. And a surf instructor who guarantees, regardless of your level of surfing, this person will help you stand up on that board, no matter what. So we have some really fun footage of people standing up on the board, interviews before they go, interviews when they come back. But it's more than just us at the beach for a day. We follow some story threads that you can't help but be interested in, entertained by. And at the end of 30 minutes, because it's a 30-minute short film by Blind Dance, you're gonna know a little bit more about blind dance than you did before you thought, oh, wow, it's the blind dance, but about blindness, about blindness before you start watching it. And we talk about being at work while blind. We talk about what accommodations are. And just naturally, I'm just asking people about their day. What did you do last week? Did you know where you're gonna be surfing today? They're like, oh, this at work last week. It's like, oh, what kind of accommodations do you do for that job? And then I show that person on a surfboard. And they're, they're loving it. So it's it's kind of interesting. We, we got some really, it's kind of like when you got your vegetables on the plate, it's somehow you're eating them and your mom's like just proud that you're eating vegetables and you didn't quite realize you like broccoli. I kind of feel it's like information, awareness raising. It's like that inside of our films.
0: All right. So how can our listeners get involved in and learn everything Blind Dance?
1: If you visit blinddance.org, you're going to be able to see uh, the exact film I just told you about, that 30-minute short film, Surfing for Vision. That's on our homepage. We have it out there for free because we just want people to see it's possible to make films. And then also, we can uh, you can submit your film by going to blinddance.org. And you can also check out the Light Day commercial contest right there on our homepage as well.
0: All right, Ben, we believe that Blind Dance is working to give the blind and visually impaired opportunities for making their own films and succeeding in life. Thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Certainly appreciate this opportunity. Thank you for what you do.
0: Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website that's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My show archive is at speaking out four dash blind. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening and remember to speak out.
1: ACB Families, a warm, welcoming affiliate that's as close as your telephone. ACB Families meets on the first and third Sunday of each month by Zoom, and we're always talking about topics that touch families that are large or small, families with kids or grandparents, families just like yours and mine. Be part of our ACB family. Call 502-897-1472 or email allacbfamilies at gmail.com. That's 518-906-1820.
0: You are listening to ACB Media 1, also known as Mainstream, the flagship of the ACB Media Network. The ACB Media Network is a service of the American Council of the Blind. Please visit us at acbradio.org.